Welcome into DC On Screen episode 423. It's a lot of episodes. That is. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Apologies, I'm a little bit dead today. Um, we're doing this on a different day. <laughs> so I had to like wake up a little earlier than I normally do. Um, yeah. I still got the sinus stuff, man. I still got like this like sinus infection crap. You'll get through it. I saw the news yeah. this week. It's it's going to be volatile enough. I think it'll wake you up. Yeah. Get the old the old bean spinning. <laughs> the old bean. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if beans spin. Jump. Some jump. Some beans jump. Right. I could have used that. Yeah. That man. This this has been a rough week. Like this has been a. I wish about half of the people I've seen on Facebook would leave the DC fandom kind of week. Yeah. Like. I just I keep seeing all these terrible clickbait things posted and people saying, Here it is, guys. Confirmed. Confirmed. No. And I'm like, shut up. It is not. None of this is confirmed. I mean, luckily, we kind of waited long enough to do to where people have, like, like people actually involved in, in, in the situation has come out and said, like, Oh, that's not what's happening. But, yeah. Well, like I've said, we don't, me and you only have a couple of windows to record during the week and... uh Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 were this our only occupation and we could record at will, uh, this would have still been one of those weeks where I'm like, why don't we wait a day? Why yeah. don't we wait a day or two? See what see what comes mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to uh, dive I mean, right in right this second. We're recording Saturday, so um, the 26th um, of August, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you know, I I apologize if I miss anything. I don't think I did, but I still apologize if I did. You're talking about the, and, the uh, maelstrom of what was true and not? Yeah. yeah. Um, or what has been confirmed and what's not. And, yeah. you know, um, also a lot of people, a whole lot of people wrote us and sent us links to a bunch of this stuff. And we're just not getting into all that as far as like the uh, Who's mentioning names and yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 It's just. Normally, do, normally we do. It just seemed like it would overcomplicate it in this scenario. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like everything Everything that I have on my head is falling off right now. Okay. Um. <laughs> Why not? That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe people at home are thinking, how much How much do you have on your head, dude? Just headphones. Just, they just started sliding just, off the back. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... Um, so what you the come nature up with of, is what it amounts to. Yeah. Uh, before we jump into what, what did you call it, the maelstrom? Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucy Davis. Lucy Davis had a, it's basically a little advertisement. It's a a cute and occasionally humorous advertisement for Wonder Woman, and she's looking through like a photo album of promotional stills, and they're cutting to sh- scenes from Wonder Woman. And this is probably what she was memorizing lines for a few weeks back, by the way. Yeah, um, most likely. Um, it is It is a funny, charming little video. Yeah, it's delightful. I can't help but laugh at Lucy Davis. I can, but... I have no choice in the I matter. still enjoyed it's, her. I didn't laugh, but I enjoyed her. It's ingrained. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, you know, I haven't seen this refuted, so I guess we're jumping in to some of this stuff. Uh, Justice League... Uh, Jet Raimi over on Batman on Film was, uh, he was answering some fan mail and he gave insider knowledge, he claims, uh, saying that, uh, 
Jesse Eisenberg's role in Justice League, if he had one, has been cut. And I haven't seen that refuted, but, uh, you know, it's a rumor. Yeah. So, and I, you know, I, I forget wouldn't where we be were surprised. That. Wasn't it just that he... I forget where we stood on that to begin with. Was it rumored, or had he been confirmed to be in the movie before? I, I thought that... I thought it was just at the rumor stage to begin with, so we haven't really progressed beyond the rumor stage. Yeah, I, I feel like there was like a rumor that he was going to be... And that's what I was going to say. I felt like there was going to... I think there was like a rumor that he was going to be in it with uh, Deathstroke briefly, but, you know, I, I don't know what's going on with Deathstroke and the Batman. Yeah, no one knows uh, what's going on with that at all. So, I mean, the actor who knows? has no idea what's going on with that. Um, but that's unconfirmed. I don't. I haven't seen anything uh, that refuted that necessarily, aside from people attacking him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But um, Gal Gadot uh, talked about reshoots briefly. She says, uh, "Look, Joss, to my understanding, was Zach's choice to finish the movie, and the tone can't be completely different because the movie was already shot. Joss is just fine tuning." So that's that's Wonder Woman telling you guys because mm-hmm. you don't you don't believe it. <laughs> I think we can all trust her at least at this point. Eh, I don't trust anybody at this point as much as I can. <laughs> no, I you know. No, I mean that's the hopefully. right stance to take, really. But yeah. All right. So because this piece of in, of info uh, pretty much. I don't know, colors, everything else. We'll, we'll go into this. Uh, Deadline reported that Martin Scorsese, or Sezi, whichever, is making a non-DCEU Joker origin film. Uh, this was Mike Fleming Jr., uh, Deadline, who reported on this. He says it's in the early stages. Um, he says The Hangover's Todd Phillips is going to be co-writing with 8 Miles Scott Silver, which is weird. Uh, Todd Phillips to direct, apparently. Uh, as, I, as I understand it, Todd Phillips is, you know, kind of hated on comic book movies. But whatever. You know, I can see um, I can see The Hangover's Todd Phillips doing this. I can see Scott Silver working on this. Um, so, mm-hmm. and Scorsese to produce with Phillips, uh, according to the article. And this is apparently, supposedly, going to be the first film in a new banner that is yet to be named in which WB can expand the canon of DC properties and create unique storylines with different actors playing the iconic characters as written in the article. Um, And he was also told that the quote intention is to make an origin story that isn't part of any other iteration. So Jared Leto won't be coming back for that one, though the article did state that he is going to reprise his role in the Suicide Squad sequel and the Harley Quinn spinoff, but that this Scorsese film will launch the character with a different actor, a possibly younger actor. Um, He says the intention is to make a gritty and grounded hard-boiled crime film set in the early 80s Gotham City that isn't meant to feel like a DC movie as much as one of Scorsese's films from that era, like Taxi Driver, Raging, Raging Bull, or The King of Comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen this refuted anywhere. Uh, I think, like so many things, it's, it's something that's in development, probably. Like, this is all pretty specific stuff, but, um, I, 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 you know, while I'm not necessarily interested in Joker origin, because I, I think that's the one character that doesn't really need to have an origin... Uh, that's concrete in mm-hmm. any in any way. Uh, I, I'm on board with um, the non DCEU movies if if it's marketed correctly. 
Because if it's marketed correctly, I feel like it's it's gonna it could be a huge win for for WB. Um, because I feel like this is the way that they get the connected universe um, and the ability to do one-off DC films with auteur and indie filmmakers that aren't confined to strict continuity. Um, yeah, I've been talking about this for a long time now. I've been a proponent of it for a long time, especially if it leads to a crisis uh, on Infinite Earth storyline or crisis on multiple Earths, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, well, you remember a while back and I, you were pitching the idea of, of wouldn't it be great to have these uh, these Tentpole, whatever. Uh, the the big films, you know, the big let's throw mm-hmm. two hundred million at it films, mm-hmm. but take off in between and throw like four million at. Okay, yeah. I want I want a detective story, or um, you mm-hmm. know, I want a story about like Harley Quinn and her therapist, or something like that. Yeah, something that was just. But we we ne- at no point did we propose this be a different universe. It was like no, you can break off and tell a little tiny story. It's just it's I, I think very small, very small, very cheap story. Without well, having we to get into about too this. Much. We did talk about the separate universes a while back when they were talking about um, doing like uh, when there was like that rumor that Red Sun was going to be a movie for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we've talked and about I don't mind. The, the, like, the multiverse being on screen before, but um, mm-hmm. what what they're proposing right now sounds like a terrible idea to me because it, like you said, if they went for it just full throttle mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and said, yeah, we're gonna, we're going to do this, we're going to connect TV with it, you know, we're going to have like a that movie that never got made that we talked about where uh, Green Arrow is going to be like it's they ended up making like Assault on Arkham or something I forget what the movie was but mm-hmm. it ended up being an animated kind of thing where it was like Arrow yep. versus Arkham um, you know yeah. hey we're going to do that but we're going to do it with Oliver Queen he's going to be on the big screen for a minute stuff like that mm-hmm. it may sound exciting at first but it's going to get way too complicated for the average fan I, I don't think they have enough wherewithal this is, this is where it just gets down to as much as I've liked some of the stuff they've done I don't trust WB any more than the average person so yeah. I think they'll fuck it up is what it amounts to. That that maybe if they try to do the extended and maybe incorporate parts of their previous universe differently, or God forbid they just yeah. actually recast a few characters all on the big screen. We we live in a world where you take your you know you take your 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 girlfriend to one of these movies like oh try it out and she'll look up there like hey why isn't Christian Bell Batman I'm confused. Yeah. It, well, people don't keep up with my, continuity like that. The average person, the filthy cash or whatever. My thought is though that. Those people are already confused. Yeah, but you need they're just their used money to too. seeing. They're just used to seeing a different actor playing Batman. They don't care. Yeah, they, they think everything is in the same continuity. Like I remember after Batman Begins came out, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, did you see the Joker card at the end? That this going to lead into the 1989 Batman with with Michael Keaton?" Because that's no, a character no I've hell. seen once before in my life. Like that's that's not what happened there, buddy. Um, and that's not going to happen. Right. But um. You know, I uh, these people are, are, are confused anyway. I, Who cares? Yeah, I know, like, but they're going to go watch it because it's Batman. That's they don't fine. care. But those are the same people that <laughs> you still need them to be in the seat. Yeah, and they will be because it's Batman. <laughs> if it looks cool, they'll be like, oh, I'm so glad that Ben Affleck's not in it anymore, or whatever they've got to say. Whatever crap they've got to say that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, I've seriously, like, I've seriously seen so much bullshit on Facebook this week. And people freaking out about it and talking about it that I just don't care anymore. Like, I think, I, I, you know, it's an interesting, you know, while the DCEU is so divisive, for the most part, Wonder Woman, you know, aside, yeah, let's let's get down with some weird experimentations. Let's do some stuff. I don't care anymore. I'll yeah. watch it. It's DC. I'll watch it. 
Um, <laughs> but I do think if they did it, like, if they, because any, I, mean, I, any I, I of like the spirit, I just, I feel so confident that they're going to fuck it up. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but you know what? This, uh, this, we might be underestimating Jeff Johns though. Uh, because really, if they do, like, this is going to be like, this is going to be after Flashpoint. So if we have like a bit in Flashpoint where, where Ezra Miller is explaining the multiverse and then we kind of cut out that audio and have it like at the beginning of whatever movie, whatever Elseworlds movie we're talking about doing, it'll be like the little monologue in the Elseworlds books. It was like, you know, blah, 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 other worths and imaginary tales where heroes are blah, blah, blah. You know, it could it could be like a little precursor to explaining what this is. Um, yeah, but I don't know. And they've already taken like th- that's what makes me think that they might be going this way because DC has taken such great pains to market the hell out of the multiverse concept and make it a mainstream concept. They've branded the crap out of their action figure lines with the word multiverse. Um, you know, of, of all things, what, though, I think it might have been television that started that. Because yeah, they, that was... it was proof of concept. Mm-hmm. It's rare. That was... That, uh, TV that's another point film. of mine. But, but yeah, it has worked no. there. But that was a place no, where people Flash were willing to sit down and, and, and watch a whole series, at least. Uh, I think there's a little bit more invested uh, viewership. Yeah. They'll probably wind up calling it, like, DC's Multiverse or something. But, dude, if they called it Elseworlds, I would freaking collapse into a quivering mass of human being. <laughs> Like, you guys would find I mean, me that's like, making I'd... a high-pitched squealing noise while basting in my own bodily fluids. Yeah. That's how bad it would be. He hasn't moved for three <laughs> weeks. S- He's still I'd be grinning. so excited. <laughs> I, I, I would really, I really would hope they'd try something like that. But you know what? It, it, it kind of messes with me, though, because um, we, we look at this stuff every day. And after watching WB make so many weird decisions for so many years now, Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't trust them at all. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't trust them to urinate properly as people, right. as humans. I assume right. they wear diapers and people take care of them. And uh, I think a lot of people would basically be with me on that. Even if, like I said, even if you've hated or liked the DCU as it is, we all know these people are making strange decisions. Yeah. So, um, I, I just. And if we, hey, I just don't know how. Much, I don't sound- think they would be able to keep track of it because, like Jeff Johns, I know damn well I trust his continuity fil- filters. You know, like I, I know he can keep a train on track. But mm-hmm. I, does he have enough pull to keep everybody else from you know hijacking him every now and then and you know, well, look, releasing man. I mean, some it, continuityless demon upon the world? Well, that doesn't matter because if they're doing a multiverse, they can do whatever the hell they want. And then when they they can build up those those movies and those kind those characters, like we can see the multiverse, and then it doesn't matter what that continuity is. Yeah, All yeah, that matters I, yeah. is that at a certain point, it's going to matter, and those characters are going to matter to us when they show up in Crisis. <laughs> see that would be the problem is that it, it it needs to build to something um yeah to be done well now we don't know that historically this is the first i mean you got to realize like dcu oh, and marvel need doing this are this is historic no one's tried this before no one's tried to make this no. many movies about one storyline this is this is absolutely unprecedented if them it's maybe like an indie exception i don't know about but no no one's ever tried it in the billions of dollars this is all new so in mm-hmm. in marvel's pretty much got i mean they've got a pretty good formula it works for them but we don't know when that's going to dry out when people are going to stop showing up or if they just lose faith in the project and let it you know collapse we have no idea oh as for marvel what the end game you know, really is 
Marvel, they've already started. They've already built. They've already started mentioning multiverse. They've already mentioned that phrase. I haven't seen over that on Doctor Strange. Have oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Doctor yeah. Strange. They absolutely have. Yeah, but so that I'm fit guessing, that movie. You, know, you could just say, well, it was a Doctor Strange movie, and you could you could put put it under the rug if you wanted to. There. Nah, man. They're they're bringing that shit up because they know that their character is going to leave and they're going to have to recast. And no one is gonna, no one's gonna want to accept anything other than Robert Downey Jr. as as Tony Stark. Yeah, I, 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 that is gonna be hard on me. I, I think I this is their best. I think this is their best bet. Maybe, uh, and it is a good, it is a good way to get to the negotiating table and, and say like, you need me? No, I don't. I mean, I can write you out. Right. I, don't, I don't have to Don Cheadle you. I can just literally write another version of you. Yeah, um, we have a whole other universe or, or several multiverse, right. infinite universe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a yeah, good bargaining so. chip, but and I I get what they're doing. It's just also uh, oh, what something else that kind of leads leaves in the gray area is the films that are already on on the slate, um, like the ones that really haven't started production, like Flash, Cyborg, Green Lantern Corps. Uh huh. Where are they gonna fit? I mean, they're all there. They're all there, but if they take on this concept, especially if Flash is what they're gonna use as the vehicle to to start this multiverse engine, mm-hmm. engine to start the multiverse vehicle, probably a other way around. Um. I don't know cars. So if that whatever, if they're gonna start it there, um, yeah. Then the ones behind it, like, there's no reason we can't say like, yeah, we're gonna, uh, it's gonna be a Green Lantern course, but it's gonna be more like Emerald Knights, kind of an Elseworlds tale kind of situation. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So they're not part of the main continuity anymore. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, like everything is, but no. Yeah. Um. And you know what's gonna bother me the most though, if it happens, mm-hmm. is they're gonna have to start numbering the universes so they all make sense. And someone's going to have the clever idea to say, we're going to make the DCEU universe number 52. And I'm going uh-huh. to claw out my eyes in the theater. Oh, no, you won't. I've, we've done that, but we've seen all that kind of crap. I've too seen much. it too many times. Right. This is just me publicly imploring anyone, anyone who might listen, please don't use the 52 thing again. It has been done. Yeah. Uh, so, again, you know, this is probably just a thing that's in development, if it's even true at all. Uh, but because it's, there's a, this is... Because they've said this is not going to be in it in the connected universe, uh, a bunch of other stuff's come out, and mm. people and have been freaking out. I don't think it would have been as big a deal if they hadn't had the word Scorsese by it, but probably that'll not. put you up in the the news feed. Yeah, um, sticking with the Joker though, um, Joker and Harley, or Joker versus Harley, as some have reported. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter uh, came out and said uh, Glenn Ficarra and John Rakea, Rakea, whatever. Uh, directors and executive producers of NBC's This Is Us. Oh, and, yeah, uh, that's going over really well. Did, yeah. They also did uh, the 2011 film Crazy Stupid Love. Um, Don't know that Are one. apparently going to be doing Joker and Harley Quinn, or Joker versus Harley Quinn, some say. Uh, specifically, I think it was uh, Jeff Snyder, very anti-DCEU guy over the tracking board. Um but they're saying that it's uh, as uh, <laughs> okay. So according to the Hollywood Reporter, insiders quote insiders say that the plan is for this feature to go after the studio makes a sequel to Suicide Squad. Uh, the latter is on the development fast track and out to directors. But the Joker and Harley Quinn movie is also moving fast as Warner's has to contend with actors holding agreements. Um, film is described as a criminal love story, according to one source, who is of course not named. Uh, so it's really, the theme of this week, according to unnamed sources, we should just name that. Oh, that that should be the name yeah. of this episode, according to unnamed Absolutely. sources. Absolutely, I think that's <laughs> screw SEO. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, one insider offered this: 
An insane and twisted love story. When in, when Harry met Sally on Benzedrine. Oh. All right. Like I said, Jeff Snyder over at Tracking Board says that uh, this is going to be taking the place of Gotham City Sirens, which has been reconceived, uh, and that David Ayer is no and that David Ayer is no longer attached to direct any movies in the DCEU. Thank God, he says. Uh, well, Mark Hughes of Forbes wrote that Warner Brothers is still working on the movie with comment from an insider, again, unnamed, saying, Harley, Catwoman, and, and Poison Ivy are super important to us, and a super cool team, too. So, Gotham City Sirens is still in development, guys. Yeah. I trust Mark Hughes. I trust his, insor- his insider sources. I do. Um, yeah. Now, That's uh, it's, it's a weird one. Hey, I, and all right, so there's still a lot of speculation about whether it's and or verse. I know we've tried verse already, and that got a lot of backlash. But man, how much would you like to see a movie that's basically like them working out their divorce settlement in the streets of Gotham? Be fun. That, I, I'll say this, I would enjoy though, that. I think all of those. I think uh, if I think there's probably some version of all of this is that's kind of true. I, I think all of these stories are all of these movies are in development. <laughs> yeah, I really no, do. That's probably true right now. Like, they're they're still in the stage where they're they're, you know, looking at one page treatments and seeing how they like it and kicking it around the office and somebody comes in with a grand idea and the whole thing changes. It's just a they're in the sandbox. Mm-hmm. They're playing. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing that is going to happen for like definitely is probably Suicide Squad too. Um, so far that one seems like a a little more firm, but still that could be reimagined as Sirens and they just bail on that and say yeah. no, we're going to do Joker versus Harley and we're going to do Sirens, but that's Suicide Squad too. It'll make sense when you see it. Don't worry, we'll have Will Smith. It's better to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Jared Leto, because everyone's made a, such a big deal about his method acting and how he acted on the set of Suicide Squad and whether or not he'll, you know, stick around as Joker. Um, gosh, he was on Kyle and Jackie O of, of and uh, he says, this is a radio show, mm. he says, uh, no, there's so much hype and bullshit sh- bullshit about what happened with Suicide Squad, but I think it's just a fun thing to talk about. Even when the movie came out, there was so much misrepresentation about what went down, about the method acting crap. It's just that 90% of it wasn't true. And you can't even, it takes on a life of its own. It was an incredible experience. Everybody was amazing. Margot Robbie, one of the nicest people. One of the best actresses I've ever worked with, and I really loved working with her. I thought the scenes of what we did together were some of the most fun I've ever had on a set before. He says, uh, he went on to say that everything is great and that he is really a part of, uh, really proud to be a part of the DCEU world. Uh, to top it off, David Ayer came out and said it was a pleasure working with Jared Leto. He was a total gentleman. Rumors are more exciting than truth. That's uh, kind of funny. They so, didn't let him. They they let him run wild with it when they were doing marketing, though. No one, no, mm-hmm. no one stepped in to, to, to say no. We don't yeah. have a therapist on set or anything like that. While they were, that's free marketing. Let it yeah. ride, man. Let it ride. Yeah. So because of the Martin Scorsese Joker thing, mm-hmm. someone dug up this old hunk of news from July, um, <laughs> where Matt Reeves said in an interview. When they approached me, what they said was, look, it's a standalone. This isn't part of the extended universe. He said that on the business podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, so everyone freaked out. It's confirmed. It's confirmed. He's not, it's not Ben Affleck. It's not in the, the DCEU, blah, blah, blah. Matt Reeves came out. Just to be clear, of course, Batman will be part of the DC universe. Batman will be Batman. He went on to say, in my comments from a while back, 
about not being part of the DCEU. I was talking about the Batman being a story specifically about Batman, not about the others in the universe. That it wouldn't be filled with cameos servicing other stories. That it would be a Batman story. You know what? He's just pointed something out to me that I think we should maybe consider as fans. Renaming the DCU for them into the DCE in mm-hmm. the the DC extended narrative. Uh-huh. Like there is a, there's a an overall story they've been trying to tell about right now. It's the the culmination of the Justice League, and they're adding some apocalyptic elements. And I don't know what they have planned past Joseph Justice League for incorporating an overall story. Um, probably in the same way that the Avengers, uh, it was there was lead up to the Avengers, there was lead up to Avengers two, and then there was a, there was lead up to Infinity War and two. Um, Mm-hmm. So again, one extended narrative we've been watching play out for about God, what's it been? Almost ten years? Um, nine, eight, nine years, something like that. Yeah, yeah, since two thousand eight. Uh, time flies, man. Um, but yeah, like we, we've uh, we've been watching and that so one desired, narrative, man. <laughs> yeah, and so many others now. Um, yeah, that, that's what we're, that we're talking about. That's that's what Matt Reeves was actually. That's the distinguishing thing he was trying to say. Was like, no, it's not part of the story we're doing right now, but it's definitely. Yeah, like it's bad it's part of the universe, okay. but, but you know that does sound what he did. What he said did sound like it wasn't. It did. It did sound like it wasn't going to be a part of the universe. Yeah, but it sounds like it tracks with a lot of the other stuff he's saying. Where he he wants to make yeah. a detective story. He doesn't want to make like this isn't going to be a sci fi right, adventure. Right, this right, is going right. to be which uh, a, a it was cute film, because yeah. James Gunn did the same thing. Back when he was doing Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. he said like, "Yeah, it's not going to be a part of like the, the the universe," and people freaked out. And he was like, "No, I mean the narrative, the narrative." Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was fun. He was he tweeted at Matt Reeves, and he was like, the "Same thing happened to me." Oh, did he? That's it's all right. I got you. He's like, "I know what you meant." You all been there, bro. <laughs> and then like Jeff Johns popped over and like to to J- James Gunn said something uh, to the effect of like. Uh, Oh gosh, it was like misinformation on the internet. Impossible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I actually wondered. Uh, I think I mentioned this before, but uh, same time, like when they they tweeted that fake uh, script page from the Shazam film. Uh huh. I was I was just sitting there nodding my head like this is hilarious, but somebody's gonna think this shit's real. Mm hmm. As over the top as it is. Yeah. It's just messed up. Yeah. Um. Well, there's actually. It's not so much that this. People have a habit of just like looking at a headline and moving on with their life, and that's you have a, a lot of danger of misinforming yourself that way. Yeah, they don't take the time to read the article, but they do take the time to get angry, post it on the internet, and have very passionate opinions about the situation. Yeah, it's a it's a habit. I've been I've been guilty of it at times too. Well, I don't go back and repost stuff too much. I just like we'll read a headline and get really angry and be roaming around the house for ten minutes thinking, God, what the hell's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And then I'll think, Did you actually read it? And go back and maybe read yeah. it and go, oh, that's not so bad. So I don't, I don't make my <laughs> internal struggle an external struggle, but I've, I've, I've been guilty of, of going, or at the very least, getting angry because of a headline and going into the article like ready for a fight or something. I, mm-hmm. I've at least been guilty of that several times. Yeah. Um, okay. So Justice League Dark News. <laughs> Is there actual the, news? Uh, news, news, or, yeah, or we'll, well see news. We'll see news more more alike, okay. but we need to come um, up with a grading system. This is grade C news. <laughs> the the bottom line is Justice League Dark is still kicking. Uh, now Variety tweeted uh, Justin Kroll's uh, Justin Kroll from Variety uh, tweeted Justice League Dark update studio back to work on script after recent presentations by directors underwhelmed execs. Um, 
Now, if true, I take that as a positive, uh, because the last thing we want are WB executives okaying films that that they aren't interested in making. I don't know. It depends. Um, Sometimes you look at their track record and you think, hey, whatever your gut says, do the opposite guy. Yeah, but at least they're not going like, yeah, that looks like a movie. (laughs) (laughs) That'll make money. I mean, they're WB executives. They've got a hundred of those that come across their desk every day. You've got to pick one. Yeah. All right, so uh, over the uh, hashtag show, they were reporting that screenwriter John Spates, uh, who worked on Passengers, he did Doctor Strange, Prometheus, uh, worked on Universal's Van Helsing reboot. Mm. Um, Wait, the show? Because the show got good. The show got good press. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, well, I don't know about the show. <laughs> I mean, I watched uh, the movie. That was a. Uh, it, it gets worse, man. That was he a worked on this, where he worked on the screenplay for the Mummy. Um, mm. they're, they're reporting that he's going to help rework Justice League Dark, but Umberto Gonzalez, um, said, uh, yesterday's rumor about John Spate's Justice League Dark was not accurate. He did a draft months ago, already moved on to other projects. Yeah. And that's months ago. So this could have gone through six other writers by then. Yeah. So who knows about that? Um, Slash Film reported that, uh, they, Warner Brothers was in talks with, uh, Damien Zyfron and Andy... Moschietti, I guess. Uh, it's the guy that did, did it. Did uh, Stephen King's It? It's mm. about to come out. I guess that's getting um, good, good reviews, though. Yeah, it it's making me think of the book whenever I see the trailer. So that's a good thing. Like seriously, making me think about the book. Like, gotcha. I don't know how they're gonna get that last scene in there, though. I don't remember the last scene. I was on a sugar. The only time uh, I've actually seen that movie, it came on TV, and I skipped trick or treating mm-hmm. to uh, to just stay home and watch it. Oh no! I mean, I don't know about the I I don't remember the the '80s movie, but I'm pretty sure they didn't end it like the book ended. Oh yeah, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I won't get into it because it's weird and spoilery, and I don't want to talk about it. But <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are going to read it, and it is a fantastic book. Like the last page of that book will always make me cry every time I look at it. I cry. Um, wow! Fantastic. By the way, you're not one of those people that reads the last page of a book when you start the book, are you? It depends. I've never understood it. Not for one second have I ever understood that. Well, I I, I have done it, but um, you remember how I wasn't going to watch Fringe, and then you told me some some big spoilers about it, and then that made me want to watch it. Yeah, it was a crazy time. And yeah, in all fairness, they were good for two seasons. Yeah, um, well, two and a half. But I told you about sometimes. the end of season two. I'm like, no, man, seriously, they're doing some fun stuff here. And 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 you, ah, <laughs> oh, crap. All right, I'll check it out. And then about half a season in, I was looking at you, embarrassed, like, I'm so sorry, I did this to you. Yeah, um, you know, I wasn't ready to call it until season four, but you know what? Well, by um, season four, I was like, in my head, every, like we were sitting around watching it sometimes, and I'm like, why did I, why did I do this to my friend and myself? Mm-hmm. I should commit some sort of, <laughs> some sort of, I don't know, harakiri. Yeah, like at least some self-flagellation or something. Like get one of those whips and hit right. myself a few times. Something. It's all right, man. Um, I got Bethany into it. Oh, see, don't tell me there was a chain effect. Right, okay. Well, anyway. Oh, oh, there was a chain effect, ah, buddy. I'm sorry. But, um, I apologize you know, every once in a while, for all of those I hurt. <laughs> every once in a while, there's a book that's just not gaining momentum for me, and I kind of just don't want to read the rest of it. And then I'll like pop over to the last page and be like, well, I mean, is there is there a point to this? <laughs> I I could almost see that, but still, my uh, my theory is is really like after I've spent. I mean, several chapters and at least a few hours reading your book. If I'm still not interested, I just kind of walk away and never think about it again. Mm-hmm. But I hear you. Sorry to sidetrack us, but uh, what, 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 I forget what you were saying. I don't know. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, those two directors, uh, they're gone now. Damien Zyfron and Andy Muschietti, Muschietti whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now the shortlist is apparently, according to Slash Film, down to Daniel Espinosa and Gerard uh, Johnstone, who did uh, Life and Safe House, and the latter did uh, Housebound. I, I, if it's, I don't think I've seen any of that, but Life, if it's the Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence movie, if it's not, I don't, I don't know. Mm, no, well, there was Life was a TV show for a minute. I mean, I'm, that lasted like I'm nine sure, but these but these are like film directors, so I'm, I'm assuming yeah, they're yeah. doing. That's fair. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't films. know any, any one of those people. And you know, the crazy part is like as as head spinning as it is to to listen to everything you just said and try to keep track of everybody, which you shouldn't uh-huh. bother doing if anyone's trying. Don't bother. Yeah. I, you realize like the stuff that leaks out, we're seeing like a tenth of the name changes that happen. We're seeing this like every X amount of changes in names and direction, we get a sniff of it. But they've they've changed direction like four times before we ever heard about. It. Yeah, I mean the important thing is Justice League Dark is still kicking. It's yeah, like I said, if names are changing, it's not dead. That's at least something. Yeah, uh, Sandberg is talking about Shazam though. Yeah, okay. And uh, he says um, someone asked him if they would do like de aging special effects for Billy Batson. <laughs> And he says, yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. That seems like way too much of a hassle. So I think it's just kind of best to have a kid yeah. and an adult. Yeah. Uh, he says he doesn't have anything against the process, though. He says uh, they've done quite well. I mean, Kurt Russell was in the latest Guardians. was re- was really well made, I thought. But I think there's a limit to it as well. You probably can't do someone surprisingly to good. be a kid. He's like, why create that hassle for yourself? Yeah. I like this dude. <laughs> I completely agree with him, though. It is way yeah. cheaper just to hire some kid. I yeah. think you still have to have an onset guardian and a tutor, but still, that's yeah. going to cost less than the CGI. Yeah, and you know, who cares? Let Billy Batson grow up. Yeah. I don't care. Um, we got a little bit of listener feedback. Um, Ryan D. Hulesman over on Twitter said, I come for the DC News, I stay for the Chewbacca impressions. Did we do a Chewbacca impression? I don't Chewbacca remember when we did. <laughs> I don't remember that. I, have I, ever been, I don't I think I've ever been caught yawning on the podcast. But that might have been... Yeah. That might have done it. <laughs> I think it was probably me, but maybe it was both of us. I don't know. <laughs> Let us know, Ryan. I don't remember that. <laughs> Sorry, did we mention there were 423 uh, of these before we started? Um, so, right. forgive us. Uh, we have, <laughs> we've uh, we've also been alerted to the identity of the uh, person who uh, who left us a voicemail last week complaining about the, the Witter woman. Uh-huh. Uh, Wobbly Boots eighty five Nathan has uh, has cop to that of of uh, the the of being Witter Woman or the the one who no oh, the yeah. person okay, who the, left the voicemail to complain about it the conscientious objector to mm-hmm. Witter Woman yeah yeah um, Randall Smith left us an email uh, he said I don't buy the Snyder Whedon conflict stories but I do worry Justice League is going to look like two different movies and one of Whedon's uh, exerted as much influence as has been reported. Um, yeah, it's not a bad question. No, but you know what? It's, um, I, cause I don't they are, think it's, they are such kind of, uh, poignant. I don't know. They, this seems like they, they have a style, both of them. Mm-hmm. So I could see what he's saying about, you don't want to be watching a part and go, Oh, that's definitely where Whedon stepped in. But yeah, then again, like there's going to, people tried that after Edgar Wright left Ant-Man and I had a couple moments where I'm like, oh, that's got to be Edgar Wright. And then and, you know, go back and hear the interviews later and be like, that, no, that was me. That was entirely me. I'm sorry. I was, All right. Yeah. And I, I thought I knew Edgar I think Wright. There's, 
Yeah. There's there there are going to be people who do that no matter what. They're going to go in and they're going to be like, oh, that was totally Snyder. That was really dark. Oh, it was totally, dude. Whedon gets dark. Oh, absolutely. Um, um, and then they're going to be like, oh, well, that was that was kind of funny and blah blah blah. That's going to be yeah. And they're probably right. That's probably going to be Whedon. But it's a good guess. <laughs> it's up there with my my theory that if you don't know who wrote a song, just guess Dylan and and you've got a fair shot against the field. Yeah. Um, if it's funny in this movie, yeah, fair shot against the field. It might be a Whedon pickup. And you know, I, I especially I if it happens look, over ADR. Yeah, but you know what? You guys know me. I am. I'm not fully convinced on this DCEU. I'm trying to stay positive about it, and I'm excited for it. But I'm not totally. I'm not totally uh, sold on yeah. it. I mean, I just um, just a minute ago I said I didn't trust the WB executives to piss correctly. I, I, clearly, yeah, we have issues. Um, and, you know, at this point, you know, uh, for anyone who is new and getting angry with me for saying that, and, you know, oh, you're just a Marvel fanboy, blah, 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 yeah, there's, I don't trust a lot of Marvel, I don't trust Marvel to do certain things well, like villains. I don't trust them to do that well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Well, uh, another, I, another point to remember, though, is Whedon is such, uh, he's just so... He's made so much stuff, man. I I, I think he mm-hmm. knows how to take on somebody else's voice. I think he's got enough just, uh, you know, pure hours at his back to take on somebody else's voice for a second. Maybe influence it a little bit, but pretty much finish their film for him. I mean, he was a script doctor. Yeah. You know, grabbing somebody else's voice and running with it is pretty much his thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's done a lot of that. I just, I don't, I don't think it's going to end up being, it's a good question again, but I don't, I don't think it's going to end up being like, you're going to turn around and be like, why did... Why did Whedon interrupt the middle of this movie to direct it for a second? And then, yeah, I think I think what you're going to see what is wholly dependent upon where your bias lies. Like, if you want for Justice League to fail and to be a piece of shit, you're gonna sit there and you're gonna go like, "Oh yeah, I see all the problems." Blah, 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 blah. Um, that's not you new, know, though. If you I mean, that's... just want to go enjoy the film, you're probably gonna enjoy the film. And say, yeah, I didn't really notice anything. Yeah, I mean, that's just confirmation bias. Like, you're you're gonna see. For the most part, what you want to see, yeah. and it, it sucks too about uh about drama. Like it's it's one of the reasons I like comedies sometimes is because if something's funny, you laugh at it. You can barely help yourself. Um, mm-hmm. But with drama, you can completely detach and and not pick up on somebody's character arc just because you know just out of spite. You can do that as a viewer actively. Mm-hmm. Yep, pretty much. All right, we're uh, done with fan feedback here. We're going to jump over to the DCTV News. For those of you who aren't following us to the DCTV News, hit us up on Twitter, DC On Screen. Facebook, DC On Screen. Instagram, DC On Screen. Email us, DC On Screen at, scream, DC on screen at gmail.com. Uh, or call us, leave us a voicemail, 205-259-6331. And now for the television news. We're over to Gotham, Butch. They're talking about how Butch is going to become Grundy, man. John Stevens says he's been in a vegetative state at Gotham Central. And so in order to clear up space for more beds, the administrators at the hospital have dumped him in in Slaughter Swamp, as one does in Gotham. So he emerges reborn out of Slaughter Swamp (laughs) as the character we know as Solomon Grundy. Oh, that's funny. I kind of wish you hadn't told us that, though. Because I would have laughed my ass off in the middle of the show. Like, just like, well, what do you want to do? I'll throw him in the back. We'll throw him in the swamp. You know. And I would sit there and, like, I would just laugh and be like, yeah, it's Gotham. Yeah. That's the show I've been watching. Like, how should we turn him in? How about the old old comic book origin? Oh, okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, I really, even, if, even Gotham, be... I would have thought they'd gone a little subtler then. Yeah, we're out of beds. Let's toss this patient in the swamp. No one cares. Yeah. Um, I'll never learn. They also said his first interaction as Grundy will be with uh, with Edward Nigma. He says, we begin the story of a very unlikely friendship between these two who are sworn enemies, but now, all of a sudden, in season four, are best friends as they move through Gotham. Dumb and Dumber? I'm down with it. That sounds fun. That's what they're doing. I mean, Edward's supposed to be yeah. entirely average, if not slightly below, after having himself frozen, and then, well, Grundy's never been a giant. Right. Well, mentally. Yeah. All right, so, um, you know, as we know, Floriana Lima has, is leaving uh, Supergirl as a regular, and um, Kreisberg reassures fans Maggie does not die. I'm sure a lot of people are afraid of that. Maggie will continue to exist in the world, and we hope that if the opportunity presents itself for her, that she'll come back from time to time. Um, is it just me, or have they been very vague about why she's not going to be a regular? Um, well... Kreisberg says, unfortunately, Floriana decided to move on, which left us with how do we write her out as a regular while still honoring these two women who were deeply in love uh, with each other. Taking a page out of some of our own personal dating history, we've come up with a story that we really feel like honors uh, what's come before them and honors how much they love each other, how much they mean to each other, and how much they've changed each other's lives. It's some of the most emotional stuff I've ever done. And Floriana has been so good in these first five episodes. Um, Kreisberg also talked about uh, the dynamic between Maggie and her dad, who is uh, apparently going to be played by Carlos Bernard from 24. I don't know that cat, mm -hmm. but apparently it's a big deal. Um, he says, episode three is all about Maggie and her dad, played by Carlos Bernard, and is some of the most heartbreaking stuff I've ever done on anything I've ever done. So yeah. I do like that I they're drawing from like yeah based on uh, my personal dating history we came up with, or our dating history like that that's kind of nice mm hmm uh, that's that's something to look forward to but you gotta you gotta think though that somewhere maybe there's there's a girl that just maybe ran across Christberg's little little history little, little interview there and went oh damn it <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's a common thing. You're a writer. You write about what you know to some extent. There's going to be like parallels to parts of your life, minimally. Happens mm -hmm. all the time. You have to call grandma and go, I didn't mean it. It's not about you. Sorry. <laughs> that was that was yeah. a made-up character. I love you very much. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Um, so someone pointed out that April of 2024 is when the next solar total solar eclipse is. That's true. And that's also when, yeah, that's also when... Um, the crisis on Infinite Earths is going to happen on the Flash. That's fantastic, good work. <laughs> and look, we know we know, we know when these things are happening through uh, you know the next couple hundred years, uh, probably more. I, I don't know how long they can calculate those out, but at least I've seen maps of at least the next hundred years. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that would be fantastic if someone looked ahead on that. Yeah, uh, Grant Gustin was talking about the crisis. He says we don't really talk about it on a yearly basis. But it was mentioned early on, and that's a goal. Obviously, we'd like to get, we'd like to have to go. I think ten years to reach that. So there's possibility for sure. It'll be fun to get there. Yeah, you gotta. I, I've heard the the crew talk about this before, though. It was like, look, it's, it, don't count us out. Have you seen how long they've been doing Supernatural? My grandfather right. started watching Supernatural, like stuff like that. <laughs> like yeah. I, I think, uh, uh, think Stephen Amell said, like that show's been on for like. 200 seasons we we have a chance yeah 
Um, over on Legends, though, Phil Klimmer, showrunner Phil Klimmer, is talking about how he wants to do some interesting stuff. He says, I feel like if we make it back to the Old West, I mean, we did have a crazy pitch for Jonah Hex appearing as a future bounty hunter in a Blade Runner-shaped story. We haven't broken that, that story fun. yet, but it's it does. But it's certainly up there on a 3x5 card. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and he also wants to do Constantine. Yes, yeah, they, they and, keep saying know, they've been talking to Matt and we're, you know, good talk and everything. They're, yeah, they, well, they were talking to him uh, about the New 52 run where, like, Hex and Constantine had, like, an adventure together. Okay. And um, Clemmer said that he has seen those comics and he, it is on his radar. He says, I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. It's certainly on our wish list, as is a Constantine crossover. It's on the wish list. Mm-hmm. We can't promise it, but you know what? How cool would that be? But they're having enough trouble scheduling Matt Ryan by himself, uh, hoping for that. I mean, I don't know what the Jonah Hex actor's doing, but he he would have to just be, like, hanging out by the studio to make that work. Oh, yeah, live Mm -hmm. two blocks away. It's fine. By the way, I I just, I read that wrong real quick. The the New 52 comics didn't have, like, a Hex-Constantine crossover. It was just Hex was time-traveling. But he also wants to do Constantine. So, Mm. yeah. I read that wrong. As I was reading it there, I was just like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> Hi, guys, I'm human. I suck. <laughs> I believe we prefaced the whole thing by you being uh, sick and tired. Yeah. Not metaphorically. Uh-huh. Literally. No, metaphorically, too. Yeah. <laughs> Early in the day, I hadn't knocked off that, uh, hadn't, hadn't shed that code of existentialism yet and gotten into the day. <laughs> I haven't shed that code of existentialism. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta really come out and, you know... Break the morning in. Yeah. I'm still at that stage where I'm like throwing things. Like, everything's shit. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's only about halfway so through my feel- day where I kind of look up and realize I don't think that anymore. And I'm like, oh, well, this is great. I'm on the other side. I don't, I don't know when it happens. Mm-hmm. There's like the, the morning haze just out of bed. And then there's six hours later. That's how my brain, that's how my brain actually processes time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Phil Klimmer was talking about Captain Cold coming back for Legends. He says, it will be about as polar opposite as the snart that he's played in our show. We've got a cool pitch to justify that version of him, which I don't want to give away, but it's going to be really traumatic for Mick Rory because he has defi- uh, sorry, deified this version of his dead partner in his head, and in a way, Snart's return is his greatest wish come true, but the fact that he doesn't get the version that he's held in the back of his mind is deeply unsettling. Rory's made a lot of progress as well as in the meantime, but he's certainly not ready to call himself a hero. Um, I that is one of the things that I like about the show is the the uh, the evolution of of Mick Rory. Yeah, that's maybe been the most substantial part of the show. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I of course I always like to see Snart pop up. Yeah, no, he's just entertaining. That, I mean, that guy's just always but, on. But it is funny going back to the old. The first season of The Flash and seeing how, like, not over the top he was. Yeah, um, as far as scenes go in the entire catalog right now, uh, one of the most fun to watch, uh, just two people talking scenes uh, in maybe The Flash's or Legends history is, uh, you remember when Barry and and, uh, Snart make that deal kind of Mm -hmm. in the woods? You know, if you're so smart, why do you need to kill people to get away with your crimes? I guess you're right. Uh Okay, well, I'll I'll stay out of your way if you... uh, if you don't, if you don't kill anybody, you got a deal. And 
then even like uh, if you and your rogues will you know keep it in check or something like that and like right he walks away and even then there's snark going rogues like it, it was just fantastic but it was mm-hmm. it the the budget for that scene was basically some lighting some fake forest and costumes it was it, but it, it was still um god extremely entertaining i love that character mm-hmm. yeah it's a great character they've done some wonderful right, so stuff they they have so uh <laughs> they're gonna air that vixen animated series on cw mm-hmm you told me about that, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, they, they did already make it into a movie and they put it out on Blu-ray yeah. and I own that. So, but, uh, they're trying to also, uh, bring, draw us in by saying that there's going to be like, during the commercial breaks, there's going to be like vignettes of info about the, uh, coming Arrowverse season, mm-hmm. which I will you know, thusly watch on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, I'm not going to be able to make the premiere. And also, I've seen Vixen, so it's not a big draw for me. But uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to wait for the inevitable. Uh, someone cuts out all the snippets of the interviews and, and post that, and I will be watching that voraciously throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, bear in mind, one of the faces I think I saw was Wendy Miracle. Right, she, she means well, <laughs> but I think she actually enjoys overstating a thing. I actually have started to think she's doing this deliberately. I don't think she's in any way incompetent. In fact, I think the opposite is she's probably uh, an absurdly competent person. That's why at this point I think we're being messed with to some extent. Mm-hmm. I think her and Googs have developed the uh, the like interview personality of um, Andy Kaufman on a very low <laughs> scale. Yeah, yeah, some strange bastardization of Andy Kaufman and Bob Dylan. Yeah. And it really will be like when you look back at what they say later. There's a few times you're like, "Dude, you were just lying." Every now and then, because I've called Googs a liar many times. But every now sure. and then, there's a moment where I'm like, "No, you just lied." And then there's every, every now and then I'm like, "Yeah, you just you, you thought that was true. I get it." And then there are times though where <laughs> but things change, man. It's a, it's a yeah, big, I know. Big ship. Uh, but and there are moments though where I'm I'm listening to these two, and I'll look back at a later or earlier interview and just be like. Ah. I mean, yeah, technically that was true, but man, you dick. You could have phrased that so more clearly, yeah. uh, so much more clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think they mess with it sometimes. Yeah. So I expect a fair amount of that coming up. Yeah. Uh, so Titans has cast Starfire uh, and a Diop. And a Diop. I don't know how to say that name. But uh, she she was Nicole Carter on 24 Legacy, which I didn't watch, so I don't know her history. I don't know her. Legacy, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know a, uh, a thing about her when I looked her up. Yeah, so, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, the only thing that really changed for me was, um, I again, th- this is how much pressure it's been, it had put on us. Because uh, I keep mentioning when we're, when we're talking about how we had to change our schedule up and not doing the reviews anymore and stuff. We keep mentioning Krypton and, and Black Lightning, but I keep forgetting to mention, oh yeah, and Teen Titans starting an entire, headlining an entire new W streaming network that we don't even know what's what's going to be on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many times we've pointed that out in the, the, the decision-making process, but that was pretty formidable. Um, mm-hmm. But this was one of the great times for me personally where I looked at it and was like, oh, cool, yeah, and was maybe for one of the first times it really excited about the Teen Titans series because yeah. I had the... Um, I had the space to be excited about it now. Right. I don't know what they're going to do with that network. They haven't announced a ton with it. We know it's going to be like a pay-to-play kind of deal, but yeah, uh, I don't know. We don't really don't know much about content yet, do we? I mean, not really. I mean, kind of Teen Titans, and not that I remember. We'll we'll tell you more later. I mean, I would assume that they would be, you know, 
getting the streaming rights to everything, to all the CW shows. And and that would be fantastic. I would, I would pay a certain amount Lois to be Clark. able to go back and watch like any one of these shows I wanted to at any time. Yeah. I would actually pay a pretty decent amount for that. But I mean, if they also if they also did like if it was like everything in the DC catalog, that'd be awesome. Oh, well, but they won't be able to do it exactly. I mean, they're gonna have um, like Smallville's on Hulu right now, but the way Hulu cuts deals is we have this amount of your product for X amount of years or months uh-huh. or whatever it is. So I mean, they've got Smallville until they've got Smallville, and it'll it'll cost mm-hmm. them to get out of that. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't know. So they may just be opening up with, um, hey, here's the shows that we didn't have currently subcontracted. Yeah. <laughs> here's what we have the rights to. Go. My only hope, uh, my, my, my big cross my fingers is, oh, please have a good player. Please don't fuck up the actual player itself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I always worry about that. I always, yeah. Even, uh, like, Hulu and Netflix, I think, have, um, I, I think they're maybe the best. Probably some mm-hmm. some little sites that are pretty damn good, but uh, even like Amazon videos, pretty good. But um, you know, I've been watching Hulu for as long as it's been around, and that player has it, that took time to get to where it is now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, even a couple of years ago, it had glitches that made you want to you know throw a mouse or Roku Murder remote at neighbor. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just I'm hoping there's a smooth launch. Obviously, yeah. Let's all cross our fingers on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So they've released a first look uh at Batman Gotham by Gaslight. It looks fine. I I'm always disappointed um by these animated movies inability to mimic the art style of the book they're adapting. Um I if that like ends up the, being kind of a a personal thing like you hire a creative director and and they're like, "No, I'm going to make it my style." Well, I think they like I mean, surely they could make it the style of the person who drew it originally. Well, they talked about, you know, Mike Mignola a lot in this thing. And, like, oh, yeah, we tried to get this and, you know, try to, like, because it's so important, like, more important than what's there is what's not there and, like, what it leaves to the imagination and, like, stark contrast, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't look like that. <laughs> like, you know, they're like, We're, that's what we did for this. And I'm like, not really. You know, I mean, it's gonna, I mean, it looks like Mike Mignola work less than, I would say much less than, um, the Dark Knight Returns movie looked like Frank Miller. Um, it's just, it doesn't like, I don't that know. That one actually got look, about as close as I've seen. I mean, I, it, no, the, the Dark Knight Returns, uh, vignette in Legends of the Dark Knight over on, uh, the new Adventures of Batman, or whatever it was called, Batman the animated series, when the yeah. kids are telling the stories about how, what they think Batman is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark Knight Returns one really looked uh, like an animated series version of that Frank Miller story. Um, when they, I, I was kind of sad that they didn't, it didn't look closer to that when they did the actual full movie. I thought the full but, movie um, was, a, I don't know, the full movie as, as a full animated product, I think was maybe the closest I remember to a style being reproduced. Mm, I, you know, New Frontier was closer, but Darwin Cook's art really lent itself to the Bruce Tim to Tim's verse very well. Yeah, and, um, uh, like I was just flipping through Gaslight, and there are it's it's there are some like simplified figures that wouldn't animate well. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that to worry about. Obviously, like it, looking through some of the faces in there, it to like to animate that, you'd have had to hire like soup to nuts and get squiggle vision to make that make any damn sense. Yeah, 
But yeah, you know, if um, I kind of feel like if they did, they did Gotham Knight, which was not my favorite thing, but the art was beautiful on that thing, man. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're gonna do Mike Mignola, just do Mike Mignola. I mean, just go for it. Uh, but you know what? I'm <clears throat> I'm not trying to get all deep on that and pissy about that. I I know I know how things are. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> And I was really excited about and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Um, I mean, I watched what was it? Four seasons of Spider-Man: The Animated Series with Mary Jane wearing the same damn yellow sweater. <laughs> <laughs> You're all but waiting on to have a chase scene where they run by the same two seconds of scenery over and over again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what was exciting was the producers talked about like, hey, if this wasn't does well, we're gonna do like more Elseworld stories, and mm-hmm. you know what? That that backs up my thought that they're gonna start doing that on the in the in the live action movies. Um, yeah, yes and no. I mean, the animated universe has been playing with Elseworlds for a while now. I know. So I, still. it's not new territory for them. But they they might well, have a, a they, wealth of numbers they, to say like, look, we've done Elseworld and we've done Hole. And they both sell about the same, so I don't know what you want me to tell me. It, 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 like, do you, I mean, because if you do a good yeah. story, people will watch it. That's what it, that's what it amounts to. Pretty much, um, and they pretty much started out doing Elseworlds films, just like, oh, we're going to adapt this, oh, we're going to adapt that, yeah. um, and then you know, moved after Flashpoint really moved in hot, you know, hot and heavy into doing like a connected universe uh, in those animated films. Which, by the way. Uh, we're going to be talking about it here in a second, but um, yeah, they they the producers over at Got, <laughs> Gotham by Gaslight uh, said that you know if you've read the book and you think you know everything about it, there there are going to be surprises in the movie. I don't know what that means exactly. I don't either, and I I didn't watch it because I I've been trying I've been meaning to read that book for like a year, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and I know the the movie's coming out, so I'm going to go ahead and just knock that out and you know. Spend, yeah. spend a couple hours and do that, but I mean, last time they said that though about like, oh, it's going to be different from the book, wasn't it? Like that's what we heard before the Killing Joke, and 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 then <laughs> don't put that in my head, man. That didn't. Uh, <laughs> that had at least a mixed reaction. That's what I'm here for, Dave. I'm here to co-pilot that that brain of yours. Oh, please, God! I didn't say we were going to land well. <laughs> this might end in the side of a mountain, but you know, I'm going to help. See what I can do. Uh. <laughs> Yep. Sorry. I wonder what's wrong with me. I know. Got shit like that knocking around in my head. Yeah. Thanks, Dick. I mean, look, you might have <laughs> you might have lasted a few months and not gone into it with the depressing realization that you've heard that language before and you didn't like what happened. Yeah. Without me, you might have gone in here with a naive and unfiltered view of this film, and now I've helped you go in with a, conf- a confirmation bias that you might not otherwise have had. You're right. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. I'm just doing my part. For the film industry in general. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do feel, for some reason, like a hipster dick at the moment. I don't know why. No. I don't know why I'm supposed to be ordering a very specific latte right now, but it feels like I am. Are you, are you wearing tweed? No, no, no. It's, uh, it's a t-shirt, but they are my jeans okay. are tight-ish. They're not tight. Tight-ish. Yeah. I can't do skinny jeans. That's not a thing. Not even aesthetically. I mean, my body can't do skinny jeans. Are you kidding me? They could have at one time. Those were um, it was a fun couple days. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you wear skinny jeans. I, I have. It's uh, it, it was ridiculous. Even when my body could fit in them, it still looked weird. It just it doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, it looks weird anyway. It, it, I mean, I've definitely seen some people it makes sense for, but I'm not. I'm not of that ilk. Yeah. 
All right. So, uh, like I was like I was saying, we got some news on this uh, on the animated movies, the DC Universe original movies they call them. Mm. Uh, this tenth anniversary collection is now up for uh, pre-order. It's a Blu-ray box set. It's gonna have all thirty films released up to this point, which means uh, we talked everything about that, from. Su- Everything from Superman Doomsday to Batman and Harley Quinn. Yeah, we did talk about that. Um, it's also going to have the commemorative editions of Wonder Woman and Justice League The New Frontier, as well as the uh, DC Showcase animated shorts The Spectre, Green Arrow, Jonah Hex, Catwoman, and Superman Shazam, The Return of Black Adam. Uh, we have a price now, though. two ninety nine ninety nine. Oh, I knew it was going to be big, but damn. Yeah, that's a, that's a $300 price tag, kids. Wow, but it is it is uh, covered by the Amazon pre-order price guarantee. So if it gets any cheaper between now and November seventh when it releases, you'll get the lower price. Yeah, at at, um, at least there's this. It's that's a lot of it's a lot of jack. But separately, they would cost more. Yeah, and um, it is comprehensive. Yeah, but I mean, I've, you know, I've still got to do I've still got to do the math on because I've got a ton of this stuff. <laughs> oh, <laughs> already, you know. Could I buy the remainder for for less than for less? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you've probably got pretty at least much. a third of them on DVD as is. Maybe not Blu-ray, but DVD at least. I mean, I've got a few on Blu-ray, a few on DVD. Yeah, you know. And I'll be honest, man. I mean, animation, this level of animation, Blu-ray versus DVD. Eh. Yeah, yeah. How much do you? Really I know. Want? I know. Well, the difference was substantial with uh, the Dark Knight Returns, so. I don't know. I've never seen the DVD version. I just watched your Blu-ray version. Yeah, the DVD version is pretty muted as far as the colors go. Like you, you, you know, the colors are just more muted. You know. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I guess it would make sense in that one. Yeah. But something like All Star um, Superman that's already so bright. You know, I don't think you're gonna tell. Yeah. I mean, you will, but you know. Whatever. I don't think I could tell. What no, I you can tell. There's not. <laughs> I don't think I can distinguish those. All right. So uh, they've released the Fighter Pack Two for Injustice Two. Uh, they're bringing out uh, Black Manta, Raiden, and Hellboy in the D, uh, DLC pack. Uh, that was pretty exciting. Gonna, yeah. It's going to be available for purchase beginning September 12th. I mean, I don't have and, the game, uh, and I'm not at, like... Right. say December or September 12th. I don't know what I'm talking about. September 12th. Um, Soon. Yeah. I, they're not saying which one will be the first one to come out, though. I, I don't think it would matter for me out of those. Everybody's like, where the hell, what the hell happened to Spawn? Yeah, I did see a bunch Uh of like, what happened to Spawn? Come on, you just got Hellboy and Raiden. I mean, Black Man is great, but. (laughs) You know, I was pissed off when they brought in characters from Mortal Kombat. I'm like, I don't want to play with those assholes. Don't bring me, don't put me, don't give me Scorpion. And Some part of me understood, but like, A, he was so much fun to play that it was fun. And B, I liked that, I liked that they were like paying homage to, yeah, we know where we got this format. I mean, I know well, I mean, Mortal Kombat the wasn't company. the only game, and yeah, it's the same. It's the yeah, it's the same company. But like, I know Mortal Kombat wasn't the only game doing that, uh, you know, fighter style. But man, they popularized the crap out of it. Yeah, they did. But I mean, I've played my share know. of Street Fighter and Tekken as well. But come on, you know, I'm fine with Raiden and Hellboy. It's just you know, sometimes oh, I go like, oh, those are two DC characters we could have had. You know? Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, but uh, well, there's also, and I forgot to mention, they, they have a history of like it's the Mar- uh, no, it's the, like DC versus Mortal Kombat game that's out there somewhere. Yeah, um, like watered down PG-13 bullshit. They tried to pass off as a Mortal Kombat game. Yes, yeah. that thing. Um, let's put it this way: I I heard enough <laughs> about it that like you can find it right now, 
virtual guarantee, if you go to a used Xbox 360 section right now, you can probably find that game for 10 12 bucks. And I never uh-huh. quite dropped $10, $12. I always thought uh-huh. the concept was neat, but I always thought that $10 meant slightly more to me than playing that game, which is bad, ultimately. Yeah. Um, being that's a sixth of the price that it went for originally. But uh-huh. yeah, still, there's a, at least a history there. And I haven't really seen Raiden done well in a long time. And, well, I just haven't seen Hellboy in general in a long time. Right. So, I don't know. I was, I was actually excited. And I, I was excited seeing uh, that list of characters, and that's... Uh, without you know, I, I don't have a, I don't I haven't even gotten to play Injustice two. Yeah, me either. So I haven't gotten to that point where I'm like bored with the characters as they are, which I I was at at some point. I like, mean, you were downloading new characters, going holy shit. Um, yeah, we were even downloading costumes at one point, going like, well, it makes it fun for a second. Uh, just just <laughs> like, that would be like thirty minutes, you know, of, of like, uh-huh. look, it's it's uh you know, Earth One zo- Batman, zombie Grundy. It's more zombie, I guess. Right. <laughs> Like, oh, no, that's, that's, Green Arrow's not Alan Tudyk anymore. Now he's, now he's Stephen Amell. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I was excited about those characters. Even, even as an outsider, like, uh, it, I was a little pumped. Yeah. Well, my friend, uh, that's all the news I have. Well, that's, uh, I guess that's how it works. Yeah. Um, we're out, we're out. If you were, if you were confused or worried about, uh, uh, you know, any of this clickbait stuff, any of the news come out this week, uh, I sincerely hope that we have been a, uh, a lamp into your feet and a light into your path, you know? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, the most grandiose we've ever tried to make ourselves, I think, right there. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I can tell you, though, like, it, it, have we ever mentioned the, this ratio before? Like, if you click on something, the more the more excited you are for good or ill... I mean, Uh if you're pissed or you're super pumped, either one of those to me means excited. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the more excited you are when you click on a thing, (laughs) if there is a proportionate amount of ads, it's probably bullshit. If the amount of ads matches your level of excitement, you're probably in the wrong plot or in the wrong place. Maybe. It's uh, you you will see for it's not a it's not a good it's not a you know an outright rule, but it's a good guideline. If you get on somewhere and there's a bunch of pop ups. And banners and and videos that make you not even be able to see uh, the content you came for. There's a decent chance you're being lied to. Yeah, I don't know about that. Comicbook.com is terrible with that kind of stuff. They are but, the worst. Yeah. I hate them so much. But yeah, they they at least will wait They're... a day. They'll wait about twelve <laughs> hours before they put out something. But they'll still do the clickbait title, and then they'll come in there and sure. say, "Here's what we actually know." But they'll. My points there, it, like they might get to the here's what we actually know, but they still give you a half a page of this, 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 this and this, and then they go, but it hasn't been confirmed. Yeah, and that's yeah. after you fought to get your page back. And you know, I don't, I don't often see like you know hateful rhetoric on comicbook.com, which is a freaking bomb in this age, as most of the you know sites you find you come across with the clickbait. You go there, you look at it, and like the news is like colored with hatred. And yeah. towards the DCEU, where it's just, you know... Or even just a well, character like, of the DCEU, just something. But there's clearly well, like the an, an op-ed slant to what's being written. Yeah, like the Snyder asshole of the tracking board is like, you know... That means David Ayer isn't making another DCEU movie, thank God. Yeah. Like, like, oh, shut up. If you have a competing report from someone who says that David Ayer is making another movie, and someone who says David Ayer is not making movie, comma, thank God, the odds are... that. <laughs> That you're you're probably getting slanted news after the person who who thanked the the the, the god of all creation for a thing. Mm-hmm. I, that feels a little editorialized. <laughs> uh, 
Don't go thanking the Lord yet, buddy. Yeah. All your shit is conjecture, son. Yeah. Conjecture. Yeah, crazy world out there. Not yeah. a lot of fun to keep up with it some weeks because you get like we like a week like this is just. I mean, you kind of have to like sigh and start clicking on stuff and see what happens. Yeah. Um, and start looking at dates and you know is that the full quote and all that kind of stuff you know yeah. doing kind of work so yeah you know don't don't believe Facebook man just uh, you know these are troubling times so uh, gird your loins and guard your heart fellas yeah now on the bright side there's another month before TV comes back so um, there will be an uptick in actual television news yeah. Like you know, we are we are going through a dry spell, so I'm wondering if like some of the websites just be like, no, this is bullshit. Enough of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're making up shit now. Yeah. What you got? Martin Scorsese does a Joker origin movie. That sounds great. Can you up the ante? It's not even connected to the other films. You're a genius. Yeah. Buy that man a coffee and a pizza and give him the day off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, who knows if any of that stuff's true? But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, you know, we've we've recorded things a couple of years ago. Where we're like, that'll never happen. And then, like two years later, we're like, all right, so here's what happened after that happened. <laughs> you know, I got a little gray in the beard. You know, and you got to remember when you see someone with a little gray in their hair, a little gray on the temple, a little gray in the beard. Those people remember a time where Batman and Robin was the best thing they had. Yeah. So you know, we we don't necessarily trust it. No. I think that was a Louis C.K. bit. <laughs> Maybe. I, I think it was. It's got a new hour every year. It's hard to keep track. Yeah. It's not It's not completely a Louis C.K. bit. I think just the general premise of seeing gray in someone's hair, remembering, reminding them of, uh, or meaning that they remember a time. Mm. Something like that. That does feel familiar. Yeah, that, that could be it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm calling myself out. I just plagiarized Louis. Well, you're an honest man there, Dave. Yeah. Well, should we call it before we plagiarize anyone? Yep. No need to be an Amy Schumer. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter, DC On Screen. Facebook, DC On Screen. Instagram, DC On Screen. Uh, you can email us, DC On Screen at gmail.com. Uh, 205-259-6331 if you want to leave us a voicemail. And, uh, I don't know, not do the Witter Women. I mean, you don't actually have to be in character to call us. No, no. Yeah. Uh, we respond to legitimate voicemails just as easy. We, we, we absolutely do. And probably uh, more so. Yeah. Really. Probably. I mean, we don't ever know what to do with the Witter women. Yeah. I'm always very confused. Um, I feel compelled to uh, to remind you that we do have uh, a merch shop up. We have uh, four or five designs on uh, t-shirts and any number of other uh, items that you can purchase if you would like to. They they have logos on them, DC on screen logos. I mean, I don't know what good that's going to do you, but you know, if you want to support the show, help support the show anyway, uh, <laughs> and you'd like to have a thing with our logo on it, uh, knock yourself out. If you'd like to don yourself in DC on screen textiles for the coming winter, we can help. And if you do, send us a picture of it. That'd be kind of fun for us. Yeah, I thought about that. That's good. <laughs> anyway, we're we're good. We're we're, we're out of here, man. We're gonna run. Uh, <laughs> uh, until next time, keep some DC on your screen. <laughs>